Hey, I'm Rich Hunter-Rice and welcome to the Three Percenters Business Coaching Podcast, Season 2. Presenters Business Coaching Podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 20. So, Friday the 4th of November, and I hope you're having a great day so far, wherever you are. Obviously, UK, early morning, states, middle of the night, or over in the east. It could be the afternoon or early evening. If there's any background noise, I am still in Thailand, and right now I'm in central Bangkok. But it feels like it's quite quiet, so we shall just carry on anyway. Okay, really interesting conversation today, and today I am chatting to Letitia Francis. Amazing outlook on life, amazing coach, what she does, and really dominating her space. Really interesting chat. Uh, I hope you enjoy it, and I'll catch you at the end. Good morning, and very warm welcome. To, thank you for joining me on the Three Percenters Business Coaching Podcast today. So today I have, this is going to be a very interesting interview. I can put that out there. So, Letitia, would you like to introduce yourself? Tell me who you are, what you do, and also where you're currently located, please. Hello, so my name is Letitia Francis. I am a business coach and market research consultant, and I am dedicated to helping female coaches create data-driven offer suite so that they can increase their revenue and maximize their earning potential. And I am joining you for Castanove, Croatia. <laughs> so how long have you been in Croatia? Uh, 10 days. And prior to Croatia, come on, explain exactly where you were last. Prior to Croatia, I was in Sevilla, Spain for 90 days. My family and I are currently traveling indefinitely. We've adopted a slow travel lifestyle to just enjoy the world and enjoy freedom. Uh, it's amazing. And anyone who's been following me for any period of time would know I'm exceptionally jealous. And I think you've got an amazing um, lifestyle going on. And to do with two children as well is just so cool. So what? where's next? Where's next on the agenda? Where's ne- are you, How do you select? Actually, there's two questions here. So where's next? And how do you select where you're going to? Is it a big map with pins? Or come on, educate me. Okay, so next we're heading to Montenegro. And to be honest, I want to visit places that the average black person doesn't visit. So whenever I mention Montenegro to people, not one person that I know actually knows where it is. So just exploring. I'm going to explore Europe for a year, and then we'll move over to North America and Central America, and then we'll move over to Africa um, and just figure it out as we go. I don't have a plan. I'm not an over planner. I'm very spontaneous. And even with choosing Croatia, it was just like, okay, Let's just go here. Like, we know people that have been. Let's explore. Um, and Montenegro is just next door. And I actually didn't know where it was on a map. So, yeah, let's go there next. 
I, I can put my hand up and say, I do know where it is. I've never been there and it's never appeared. I've never come across my thoughts that I need to go. But you know what? As you say, going to places that lots of people don't go to, it's very inspiring. It's very interesting. I'll, I'll say one thing. Good luck with Africa because I hope you get a backup plan sorted out for the old internet because I've struggled with Africa and clients and stuff over the years and it's always proven to be one place that's a real just a spot where I just internet access is just really painful. Well, as you noticed, it was the last on the agenda and I'm hoping that technology can catch up before I get there. (laughs) (laughs) I love your energy. So tell me, it's an amazing story. I love where you are. How, how do you get started? How do you end up being where you are today? Um, I was working as a data manager at Lloyd's of London um, for a top five Lloyd's of London insurance syndicate. Um, I was running a multinational team, but I didn't get any respect from my co-workers, my colleagues, and the people that I worked with. And I remember being in a meeting and being called a little black girl. <laughs> and that was it for me. I had made up my mind that, you know, I want to live my life out loud. I want to create what I felt was the dream life and I knew that I couldn't do it while still working on what I call the corporate plantation. So I decided to start my coaching business and really focus on helping women like me um, move away from the trauma, the workplace trauma that I experienced. You know, when I started my business, I even struggled with my own self-worth because of the experiences that I had in the corporate world, second-guessing myself, um, not even knowing how to price my products and services, all as a result of how I was treated in the corporate environment. So my focus and my mission is to help other women become financially independent, to build their own empires as you like and 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 really start living out loud by their own definition uh it's shocking what you've had to experience and also i'm glad you're able to laugh it off to a degree but also what an amazing mission to have now ahead of you to stop other people other women going through that same it's dreadful it saddens me to the core to hear that sort of behaviour is still happening. It should never have happened in the first place, but it's still happening today. It's wrong, but I totally applaud you on that mission. I, you know, um, your energies are amazing, and you will be successful, and you will continue to be more and more successful as you go. So, that that's amazing. So, okay, no, 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 you're very welcome. What's your biggest motivation in life? My babies. I mentioned them earlier, I have a two-year-old and a four-year-old that watches me intensely. And I always look back at the fact that I watched my mother and the things that I questioned about my mother and the things that she was doing, showing up and going to a job that she absolutely hated, that became my reality. So my, my driving force is to ensure that the life that I'm living is a life that I want my children to live in the future. And I want to be able to show them that nothing is impossible. Um, so that's what I, why I get up every day. That's why I'm so driven to make an impact in the world. You know, I, I give my children affirmations every day. And one of them is, you're here to change the world. And I can't preach that to them without actually putting it into action for them to mirror. That's amazing. 
that is so so powerful that is just amazing so yeah i i look forward to the journey of your two babies and they how they turn out to be in adulthood and everything else okay so excuse the background noise okay let's try again okay that, that's that's amazing by the way and that's so powerful what you're doing there is developing some very rounded amazing strength and people that really understand their self-worth from such a young age as I said already, you know, it'd be such an interesting journey to watch and observe in the future. Okay, so I'm interested to ask you this because this has a different definition to everyone. So I'm interested to see what this means to you. What does entrepreneurship mean to you? A journey to self. <laughs> Do not start a business unless you are ready to grow personally. <laughs> and I think it, it's a personal development journey wrapped up in pretty little expectations of money. <laughs> if I'm honest, to me, it's literally the most exposing journey yeah. <laughs> um, to self. Um, understanding what you want out of life, understanding how you operate, um, and then using all of that to make an impact amazing answer again and I, I don't think anything can prepare you for that journey not at all <laughs> and is it a journey that ever finishes or is it a constant journey that you're always going and developing and learning and testing you you know every single day it's still the same to me i'm sure it's the same for you do you agree yeah it's a stretch every single day every single day you are confronted with yourself and you have to make a decision to either move the needle or accept where you are. And moving the needle is not an easy task. It's, it's really confronting if you want to keep moving forward. So, yes, continue it. Even when we're making 10 figures rich, we are still going to be faced with ourselves yeah, yeah. every day. And I, and I think if ever you don't have that fear or that stretch on a daily basis, then you give up as well. And I think that's, you know, I, I, I can see that. And I, you don't ever want it to stop because if it does, then I think you've stopped trying and you've given up, haven't you? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what does a perfect day look like for you? My perfect day is getting up in the morning and dealing with my children. I homeschool um, and someone say they're only two and four, but no, my children are very much dialed into learning. So we get up in the morning, we learn, we go out and explore wherever we are. And then I have the opportunity to connect with my clients, connect with people around the world, and then spend some time with my husband in the evening. And my perfect day is my reality. Amazing. Fair play to you. Okay, so what's the what's been the single best bit of advice that you've ever received? To do it scared. Ooh. And it, I think something that we're not taught, right? Mm. We, we've learned in society to lean into our fears, but not in a positive way. So doing it scared because... The reality is the fear will always be there. Um, and I think prior to building my business, fear would be something that would have helped me back. Um, and perhaps not even in a way that it was overly obvious to me. You know, understanding now that my procrastination is rooted in fear, 
understanding that my inability to take action is rooted in fear and then digging into that so that I can move past that so I can fact check, you know, the opinions that I have so that I can move forward. So yeah, doing it here because guess what? It doesn't go away. The fear doesn't go away. That's great advice. I love that. Okay, so if you won $10 million tomorrow, what would you do and how would it change you? If I won $10 million tomorrow, I would work on building a nonprofit organization for victims of domestic violence. As a victim myself, no, as a survivor and thriver myself, I know how hard it is to pick up the pieces. And my vision is having like a, a place where someone can literally start over um, to the capacity of being able to being fully self-sufficient, whether that is aiding education or helping women start businesses or putting families back together. Uh, that would be something that I think every dime spent where would that be i will start in my country so i'm originally from bermuda Mm -hmm. but i see for myself places everywhere i'm gonna have a place that everywhere i travel very cool yeah what a what a what a great uh, cause that would be as well okay um Mm. Do you have a speci- do you have a specific daily routine? We've touched on what a perfect day looks like for you, but is there a specific routine you go through yourself? Yes, I do a lot of manifesting and sleep uh, meditation. So I spend morning time really getting grounded. I do tapping to really get myself grounded. I, I write a lot. I do a lot of future scripting and um, just putting my dreams on paper so that I cannot ignore them. And then at night, I wear these very ugly headphones, sleep headphones, and I play sleep meditations every night to help rewrite my subconscious so that I can always move forward. That's very powerful. I've never, I've never uh, investigated or dabbled, whatever the word may be, about sleep meditation. But that sounds quite interesting. I like the sound of that. Yeah, I can say you're linked to some of these stuff that I use. Uh, yeah, I'll be interested in exploring that because it's, it's one thing, one area I've never even touches sleep, and you know, sleep such a powerful, uh, it's such an important part of the process, and. It's it's funny how we change our views around sleep. You know, if you went back twenty years, thirty years, sleep was for wimps, and you know, for, ah, four hours a day is all I need. And like, actually, now my my pushback is that if I don't get seven, seven and a half, eight hours sleep a day, then I just don't operate properly at all. And having quality sleep makes such a difference on my days and everything that I do as well. So yeah, no, I really value sleep. So I'd be interested to take you up on that offer. That's amazing. Thank you. Um. Okay, how do you continue to educate yourself? I challenge myself by digging deeper into the things that I realize that I haven't mastered. And that's a lot, right? Like my, my, my focus in my business is all about data. And I can tell you that I know a lot about data. Um, but there are aspects, marketing, sales, um, even parenting. <laughs> that I realized, wait a minute, I don't know anything here. 
So when things come up, I always make an effort to dig a little deeper and expand my knowledge um, on a daily basis. I like myself to a sponge. I love information. If I could be a professional student and make money, that is what I would do. Um, so I'm just, I, I, they say, you know, there's a burn collector. I'm a knowledge collector and I just absorb what I can. Um, Cause to me, learning is fun. Absolutely. And it's a great, uh, a, a great outlook on life right there. Okay. So have you ever experienced any particular failures? And if so, what's been your biggest failure? And if you have had that failure, what did you learn from the experience? My biggest failure was, hmm, good question. So then I started my business. I think I was very stubborn. I had a very clear vision of what I expected or what I thought things should look like. And I didn't waver from that. So that created a lot of frustration because I wasn't open. Um, it was kind of like my business, my way, not taking on anybody else's account. And I think as I learned to be more open and more trusting, I think that was it. Like, why would somebody give me advice? Like, what does it benefit them? So I didn't trust the source a lot of the time. So that created a lot of frustration that stole me in my business. Um, so being able to acknowledge when I don't know something and being open to deviating from the plan that I had seen at being flexible um, has definitely helped to alleviate some of the pain that comes, the growing pains that come with understanding business on a hill. I was laughing just because the facial expressions you pull about being in pain and whatever, it was just making me laugh, but that was a great example and that's a great story. And I think that's probably that's probably a failure that most of us can put our hand up and say we've had at some point is that we don't trust enough and we don't, you know, the people reach out. There's so many good people out there. The majority of people are good and will want to help and support you, but we always think there's, there's an ulterior motive and we push it back and resist and whatever else. But, yeah, as you were saying that, I was nodding my head. I know it's only an audio, but I was nodding my head thinking, actually, yeah, I take that. I can, I can say I've been guilty of that as well, and I failed around there. Okay, so in the future... If you could be remembered for just one thing, what would you like to re what would you like to be remembered for? This is such a good question and I love it. And it's a bold answer. So I wanna be known as the Harriet Tubman of the corporate plantation. I am a disruptor and I want to use those talents to change black women's vision of what life should look like and help them create a vision of what life can look like so that they remove the limitations and they unstick themselves from the monotony of the white patriarch um, and, and start really forging their impact. Wow. 
I, I expect no difference, and you will you will achieve that as well. So I'm fully hand on heart believe you will achieve that. So good luck in that journey. Okay, so if you could go back and give your 18 year old self just one bit of advice, what would that be? Adapted to injury life, stump your way through and make an impact. Don't be scared. Um, a quote that I use a lot is walk as if every step you take isn't about to create an avalanche because you're here to change the world. And I would have started stumping a lot earlier. Cool. I love that. Okay. Is there a particular book that you've read the most or a book that's impacted you most in life? The Alchemist. <laughs> uh, that book I read, actually, I have been hearing about it all, all along my entrepreneurial journey. And I decided January 1st of this year to sit down and read it. And I read it in the day. And I think I can credit that book to being where I am in this moment, being in Croatia and having this conversation with you, because it really allowed me to see how leading into aligned action um, can change your life. Um, and that since reading that book, that is what I've really focused on, just taking aligned, inspired action and trusting that this is the journey. This is my life path. It's a book I've never read. So I've just made a note. It's another reminder. I need to go and get it. Um, it's It's been referenced a few times of late as well, which always gives me goosebumps. You're thinking, oh my God, so many things are telling me this This book is so powerful. So uh, I should go and download it today. I, should go and, I think I should Kindle it and get stuck into that. So thank you for sharing that. Yes. <laughs> you, yeah, amazing. As always, your energies are absolutely in abundance. Your motto and your message and your your spirit for life is encourageable. And I think you can pull along a lot of people along on your journey along the way. So I hope my listeners get great benefit from listening to you today. How is the best way for them to connect with you? You can connect with me on Instagram, um, Black Rose Coaching. Is black is spelled B L A U U E Rose, as in the flower and coaching. Um, and I'm also on um, LinkedIn. I'm spending more and more time on LinkedIn. Letitia Francis, and I believe like this subtitle is business coach and market research consultant. And if you connect with me, say hello. I love to chat. I love building relationships. Just come and say hi. <laughs> Uh, I can't believe I haven't connected you already. I don't think we connected on Instagram, but we need to be because I need to be seeing where you are and what's going on in this journey as well. So I shall be connecting with you. Um, you didn't mention Facebook. Do you not use Facebook very much? Not anymore, um, Rich. I know we are connected there and I'm in your group and I see the stuff, but I for prospecting and growing my business, I'm just not there anymore. I'm finding LinkedIn to be much more beneficial. Um, so that's where I'm spending most of my time. From at all? Okay, well, I'll put those in the show notes as well. That'd be really useful. But as I've said already, you know, oh my God, the energies and the drive you've got. It's an inspiration for anyone to want to reach out and learn more about you and connect with you. Um, it's as simple as that. Thank, Thank you. you so much for your time. Thank you for joining me today and enjoy your stay where you are in Croatia. Thank you.
Speak Thank you for having me. And I, I will. I'm getting beautiful sunshine today. We're going to go on and explore. <laughs> oh, is that the sun I can see coming through the window behind you? Because in the UK right yeah, now, it's city already. It's grey. It's cold. It's raining. It's not as nice as it is there. So well done to you. Yes, I'm just going to open the skylight above me just so you can see. Okay, so for the listeners, uh, the sunlight has just flooded into the room as well. I'm feeling sick. Right, I'm jumping on a plane. I'll see you in about three hours, okay? Get the kettle on. <laughs> so there you have it. What an amazing energy, amazing story, and amazing mission um, that Letitia is on. The I have to apologise for the dogs barking. There's me complaining about the sound being loud being in Bangkok. But actually, it turns out when I was in the UK, it was even louder with two dogs barking. So I do apologise for that again. Um, just an amazing story. I, as always, I highly recommend you go out and connect with uh, with Letitia across Instagram. Maybe not Facebook, but LinkedIn definitely is a great spot. And I'll leave all the details in the show notes. That's it from me. I will speak to you next Tuesday. Thanks for joining me for this latest episode of the Three Percenters Business Coaching Podcast, and we hope you enjoyed it. So if you've got any feedback, you hunt any further information, or you know some amazing people we need to be talking to, please get in contact. Simply drop us an email to info at minervagrowth.co.uk. Have an amazing day.